And welcome to the Knock On, Scoreline.ie's rugby podcast. In this episode, I talked to Carla Rugby Club member Tom Croddy. We chat about a number of things, including developments at the club and freshening up after lockdown, their summer touch rugby tournaments, the underage boys and girls teams and how they're progressing, their J1s, 2s and 3s teams and how they're shaping up. And of course, we talk about their pros, Tom Daly, Ed and Brian Byrne and how they continue to help out at the club. This week we're joined by Tom Crowdy from Carl Rugby Club. Tom, how's it going? Not too bad, Stephen. Not too bad at all. Good stuff, on. Tom. Absolutely. It's great to have you on as well. Um, I know it's a sort of an unusual time. We're sort of at the end of rugby season and all the lines are started, starting to gear up and everything like that. But we're catching up with our local clubs, uh, Carlo Kilkenny and Tullow. And uh, we're going to be talking more to you uh, when the season does kick off again with the Southeast League and that later on uh, in the summer, I suppose. Um, but it's just great to catch up with you yourselves because... You know, we were used to talking to these every week during normal seasons, but all that went to the wall with COVID-19 and everything. Um, Tom, you've been back, I presume, the, the men's teams, ladies' teams and all that, been back for a couple of weeks anyway before shutting down again for the summer. But um, you're probably mad busy up at the club there with uh, kids and everything and, and all the underage stuff. Um, yeah, we um, we came back after when the when it opened up again, mainly with the, it was all the underage teams. Uh, um, the seniors took a bit of a break because uh, a lot of them are actually going to play a bit of the rugby league during the summer. So, so we decided that there was no point in them and were going to be in for the training. So they got a, a complete break, and hopefully they'll come back in in July for um, pre full pre season. And hopefully be a bit fitter than they were after playing a little bit of league and whatever football and everything else that goes on. Um, we had um, all the kids from uh, under 18s right down to the minis up. Um, great numbers actually, which was surprising. I think well that then a lot of the kids were just delighted to do anything. So we had um, and we also had the girls back. Um, our under 14 girls had joined up at Tolo for the the column says the rhinos and. Has been a great success. We've you know twenty something girls between the two clubs, um, so they've been back as well. And uh, no, it's been really good. It's been busy up there. It was great to see kids and get a bit of life and atmosphere back. And even parents dropping them off and just getting to meet people again. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine just. You were used to probably passing by the club up there and nothing going on in it and the grass getting longer and everything else. But um, <laughs> just, to, just to see cars in the car park, I think, because I walk out that road, the Oak Park Road, and I run out it quite a lot as well. And it's just it was odd for a while seeing nothing going on anywhere, I suppose. But it's great to see cars back in and a bit of a bit of life in the club again. Yeah, well, it's a lot of work's been kind of going on in the background too. We've had... Um... You know, just getting the pace planted up. We've uh, a lot of volunteers helping out over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, just tipping the club is actually looking great. The grasses, the pitches are unbelievable at the moment. We've um, there were a bit of risk of them, uh, give them nothing but the world of good. So, uh, but there's a lot of hard work going in. Um, you know, from the grounds committee and from all the committees that are up there. I have to say, like it's just been unbelievable. The places by the time the season actually starts back in August. Um, I think we have the Leinster Cup in August. I think our first round is Ashburn, which will be a tough one for the seniors. But by then, uh, like the clubs should be in uh, unbelievable nick. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, you're right. The, 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 a lot of the pitches are looking very healthy because they haven't been trodden on, I suppose. They're torn up for a while. But uh, no, it's a go- good complaint to have. Um, you've um, the Bumblebees up there as well, isn't it? Um, an inclusive team and in that there was that was initiative started recently as well. Yeah, it's been absolutely it's just that's actually just got bigger and bigger and bigger uh, since it started uh, a couple of years ago. Um, everybody involved that's been involved with with that has just it just has gone on leaps and bounds. They're um, they're actually doing a summer camp uh, from the 16th to the 20th of August. Or no, sorry, that's the it's the from the 21st to. 23rd of May, um, they'll be inclusive in that, but it's, it's just it's phenomenal. And to see the kids and how happy they are, we're all, just watching them there, and they're just they're having the ball. Um, absolutely, but we hope in time that that will move on into adults all inclusive as well. So, fingers crossed that we'll just keep going from strength to strength, yeah, absolutely. And um, the other thing is, stuff. yeah, we have like, there's a there's a lot going on for the summer, really. We have um, the ordinary summer camp is sold out. Which is just we did a lot of uh, registering up in the club, and uh, that's going on from the 16th to the 20th of August. But again, as I said, like that's sold out. Uh, we're del- absolutely really delighted with that. Couldn't believe it. I think parents want to get rid of their kids or <laughs> just want to get away from their parents. So that's sold out in no time. And we have uh, the girls give it a try for any young girls who are looking to it. It's the fastest growing part of our game. Is uh, ladies and girls, especially on the 26th of July, for eight weeks, just once a week from um, seven o'clock. Uh, kids from I think it's from about 10 up to 14 just come along, give it a try. There's no there's no contact or anything like that. So just kind of show them the game, have a bit of fun, and uh, see if they're interested. Then might join up next season. Uh, and we had um, we've also summer touch rugby, which is just a bit of crack. It started uh, last week. Week is uh, from half seven on a Wednesday night, and it's open to everyone. We even saw a, a reminiscence of the famous scene to wear goose step. <laughs> so we've had lads from fifty-five down. We've had lads from fifty-five down to twelve, all playing together and just having a bit of crack. So we want to try and get that bigger and bigger. It's only fun. There's no charge, no nothing. It's just come up and have a run around for an hour on a Wednesday night. Absolutely. How bad? Bit of crack. Um, you used to have a huge um, tag rugby tournament up there as well, but I suppose that took a backseat a few years ago as well with various different reasons. And of course, you can't do it now with with uh, COVID and everything. It'd be very hard to run a tournament like that. Yeah, well, the tag, it, tag is funny because it, it's um, it took off really well and then kind of slowed down. I think there's so many other things going on, but... but uh, Dyer, if you've been kind of promoting touch rugby because it's more of a near thing to actual rugby, but it's also um, and that's a, it's like there's also international. There's an international touch rugby team, and Ireland's done quite well in that, and they've travelled all around the world. So uh, they're hoping in the future that that'll take off more. Yeah, that's good. Um, so your your senior players are um, your main teams are on your summer break for a while. When you got them back, Tom, and they came back training, did the numbers numbers came back fairly okay? Yeah, the numbers, the numbers today. We've um, our main aim is actually is, 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 and it's not recruitment; it's retaining the players that we have and trying to trying to get the players. Um, we have a few players that are coming back from that finished college, and you know, it's trying to get the players that were there, local lads. Um, you know, just getting them back playing rugby, 
And that's the key in the club at the moment. The real thing is to rebuild. It's to start from the kids, put the effort in. It's just to see people playing sport. I know like we all want to get back to winning Towns Cups, but um, that's not going to happen overnight. It's, it's going to take time. And, you know, the club has been rebuilding. It's in probably financially and stuff is hitting towards better than it, that it was in a long time. And, um, you know, it, it's trying to bring get back the family atmosphere in the club. It's the most important thing. And that's why we seem to have, like, we're one of the few clubs that actually has were able to run three senior teams. We had J1, J2 and J3. Well, yeah, great to have um, three teams like that. The J3s must be a bit of crack. A couple of lads that are sort of half thinking about coming back, play a few matches and then head off again. You know, see, is the old spark still there? <laughs> well, that's it. I, I think they had a couple of dark horses that came out, <laughs> come out of the wood. Uh, disappear again when you try and get them to move up the line a bit. So I think it's been a crack. I know they had good games and they played, they played a lot of games in Dublin, played a few of the Dublin teams as well. So I look, it's all a bit of banter, a bit of crack. So hopefully yeah, we get that going again. If we can get that going again, as I say, just, just, just look, isn't the main thing just our kids and our people, just the kids, <laughs> the lads and can get out and ladies can get out and have a bit of crack and hopefully get in to have a few points after. Yeah, that's what it's all about. The social side of it is a huge part of it as well. It's a great outlet for people um, and everything as well. Um, you were saying you're quite busy with the uh, kids uh, at the club and everything like that. So the the, the minis must be um, must be a good few uh, up there at the weekends. And uh, you know, I think children in general are getting more interested in rugby. I see numbers are increasing at a lot of different clubs. Even talking to Tullo and Kilkenny, they're just they're curious. I think watching their Johnny Sexton's and all that playing for Ireland that they just want to give it a go and, and see what it's like. Yeah, uh, we've we've had a, a big increase in, in numbers of minis uh, over the last couple of years. It's um, it's trying to retain them when they get to kind of 16, 17, 18 years of age is the, is the hardest thing. You know, they come up along the lines. It's trying to, what we're trying to do is just, it's so important that kids play sport and that's GAA. So then, and, to let the kids in the summertime to forget about the rugby, go off and play GA for the summer, come back to us then in the winter. If we can all stick to to try and keep us, you know, that you can inter- interact between the sports, it'll do everybody the world of good. And like our, our minis came back with huge numbers and we said then it came to a time where they were starting the soccer, there's everything else starting off. So off you go for the summer and uh, come back to us in September. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have a couple of uh, ex-Carlo uh, players, I suppose, um, doing pretty well for themselves on a professional level. Um, Tom Daly was one of your uh, club players and went up through that avenue, I suppose. And uh, what player of the year in Connacht this year, you could say, was voted by the club anyway, I think they're, during the week, was it, as uh, one of the standout performers this season. He's absolutely flying it over there. Yeah, Tom got um he got the supporters player of the year. Um so that has to be a good sign that you know that anyone watching them is 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 delighted with them. But the two boys, it's gas, Ed and Ed Byrne and Tom, both of them played minis together. And they were actually on a team that won a Kettle Cup back under tens. I think it was under tens or under eleven. Um and Brian was there as well. They all they all played together. Yeah. Um so they they've been an integral part of the club. Tom is just like played, I think he played. He actually played a senior match at just eighteen years of age. Played one of our own senior matches and then went off and did his own thing. And we're we're, we're so proud of the two boys. And in fairness, both of them come back and have um, actually both of them are kind of the the representatives for the for the bees as well. They're the ambassadors for the bees, and they're always like, Ed has come. The two Barn brothers actually have come back at times and given a dig out with training and have 
there's you know any bit of time that they have they're so good I have to say and we're so 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 proud of them absolutely proud of them yeah absolutely Brian is uh, doing a great job with Bristol um, you know he's he's come on a fair bit over there as well Ed has got capped for Ireland this year and everything as well you know making huge progress with Leinster and I think the move to Connacht for Tom was um, as Tom has said himself here on the podcast he said it was you know it was a great a great move for him because he's got nothing but game time I think he played I think it 15 starts in a row or something like that at one stage this season. Um, yeah, it's incredible yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's good. It's, there's just so many. It's, it's gas like from the southeast. There's so many uh, players starting to come through, um, club players, no longer, you know, not school. It's no longer just a school's game. Um, there's players coming from it. Like if we have our own um, young fella there, Barry Gray, has just made it onto the Leinster under 20 squad. And like Barry is in school in Castle Armand, has been playing all, playing all the way through. Um, like even with the twenty, uh, the Irish under twenties, there there's um, prop from Enniscorthy and uh, another winger from Wexford. So like, and there's uh, actually um, another player. The, he's the ca- captain, Connacht as well from Gorey. So like, yeah. they're all southeast players. They're coming from yeah. our own area, and a lot of the lads would have played through this, gone up through the you know the banged heads together at club level, and then played for the southeast together, and some of them moved on to different provinces, and hopefully some of them will make Ireland again. Absolutely. Sure, Ty Furlong was a product of the club um, side of it as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he's New Ross, New Ross and Kemp, Kemp yeah. through that system. So it's, it's there, it's good for young fellas. You know, the the, the training is super, uh, just down in the southeast, I uh, have to say, um, the kids get such, we have a few down, Tull have a few down there as well. Um, so like, there's a lot of local kids getting that little bit of extra training and hopefully, hopefully bring them through when they go to college and on, on further. Absolutely, and you've got a couple of lads like the Tom Daly's and the Byrne Brothers blazing the trail there, and giving kids that sort of uh, belief that you know you you play well, keep the head down, and stick with the rugby, and God knows where you'll end up. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun it's a funny old game because like we have uh, that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to bring kids to look. If kids play the game, uh, people are saying like a little thing with the girls joined together with Tullo and we've if people say God Tullo and Carlo never joined together with him or get on. But times have changed. It's about get it's about getting kids out there. It's about getting, you know, kids playing playing the sport. Um we have to say while I'm on this congratulations to Des Cabinet staying on as uh, he getting another year as um president of the IRFU. And Des would have been a huge influence in um, youth rugby going going on up right up through Leinster but in our own club starting off coaching. So I mean, it's there for everyone to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Um, for people only tuning in, Des Kavna would have was the president of Leinster Rugby the year they won the first Heineken Cup in two thousand and nine, and now he's the head of the IRFU. And I suppose there's a terrible irony in it as well. The year he becomes president. Uh, everything's in COVID, so there's no crowds and a lot of the stuff he would have been doing, I suppose, as president for Ireland, representing the the, the country um, and the union, uh, is is all went out the window, as he said himself um, to us in an interview recently. So I suppose disappointing in that way, but great of a Carlo man at the top as well. Absolutely, yeah. We're like, we're so proud of him. It's George Bailey there. He's the honor, George yeah. the honorary secretary of the of Leinster branches. So. I mean, it's 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 just great to see um, local people just involved, you know, at, at that level. And uh, as I say, it's good for good for Carlo as a, as a county, and also good for the southeast as a region. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was talking to Ed Byrne a few weeks ago and he was talking about how um, things go full circle. And of course, again, a lot of people mightn't realise Felipe Condopomi played for Carlo once upon a time. There's a photo hanging up in the, the bar there of him <laughs> taking, a, taking a penalty. But you were talking about uh, Tom Daly and the Byrne brothers playing a blitz. They were playing a blitz in, uh, I think it was against Shannon or something, or they were down in Limerick anyway. They were playing on a f- pitch out the back, Tom, Ed and Brian. And when they were finished, they ran across to the railings to have a look at Felipe Condopone playing for Carlo against uh, probably the Paul O'Connell uh, was probably part of that side as well. They were playing against that day. So it's amazing the way... Um, things work out like and you don't realize eventually you'll be playing on that pitch yourself and he'll be your coach as well it's a it's a funny old game yeah yeah and i think there's so many um kids coming through that have parents that um you know have played even in their own club there's where you know you're on the the second generation or third generation of of um of players coming in and uh but that's what we like to see i mean the, the club is a family it should be a family that's we would consider ourselves that you know that the one thing about the game is rugby as a whole it's one of those sports you can all you have to do is walk into a rugby club anywhere in the world and uh, you know you're welcomed it's uh and which is a great thing in your kids hopefully when they go off go off traveling around the world it's you know they can walk into walk into a club and put on a pair of boots and... absolutely um uh yeah so Next couple of weeks, touch rugby and anything. Can anyone drop up and play, Tom? Or what's the story if people want to knock up to the club? Well, if you have a heartbeat, you're more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, open, open, open to anyone. As I say, we started off last last week. I think there was 12 there. Last night, there was 20 there. Um, a couple of more. What we'll be able to do is split into teams and have just have a bit of a kind of uh, rally around between different sides and have a bit of crack, so... Look, everyone is welcome. That's look. That's what that's what summer should be about. Is having a bit of fun. Yeah. As I say, like there was four lads over fifty start. <laughs> so, if that's anything to go by, trying to see that I still have the magic. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know about that. You try and make a break, and suddenly realise you have a hamstring or something <laughs> which you never had yeah. before. So. But uh, look, it, it's uh, fun. It's fun. It's it's fun. It exactly, is. and the slagging is part of it as well. Sure, that has to be done. Oh. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. That's it. Tom, before we let you go, um, anything else you want to uh, say, I suppose, on behalf of the club or anything? Um, oh, just um, just we hope to have, uh, hope to push ahead next season and uh, just bring the club on itself from, you know, um, to make it stronger. So, oh, we've had a lot of work going to go into it. Now we have our 150th anniversary uh, next year. We're one of the oldest, since one of the, one of the four oldest clubs in the country. So we'll have a big year coming up with that. Uh, a lot of work going to go into it in different events and so on. So that's that's kind of something that we're kind of working towards at the moment. But no, just we hope to push on and bring the, the club, bring the club a little bit further along each year. And uh, but maintaining, as I say, the the thing of being a family and have been been there as long as we have, and that we just continue on and bring on the next generation of players. Yeah, um, I'd like to put a big congratulations out to uh, Tim Corkery as he's starting for uh, the Irish under twenty ones or the Irish under twenties against uh, Wales at the weekend. So congratulations to Kenny and uh, and uh, Tim. 
Yeah, absolutely. Another product of club rugby as well. Um, doing doing very very well. Um, it's a big part of the club down there too. You know, it's great. It's great for the southeast and the local clubs here as well. That with such great representation at a provincial and national level. So, fair play to him. Um, Tom, it's been great catching up with you. Um, we're going to talk to you a bit more when the season comes around again, and we'll uh, be able to check in on. Carlo every week and see how he's are getting on, who he's are playing. I'm sure I'll have a bit of crack with the other clubs <laughs> as well. And uh, especially Absolutely. in the days he's playing each other. <laughs> um, oh. No, that's it. No, thanks, Stephen. It's been Good. a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. That was Carl Rugby Club's Tom Crotty. That's it from the Knock On Rugby podcast and scoreline.ie. Don't forget to visit scoreline.ie for more on rugby. And of course, if you're into your GAA, we've got the Clash Act, all things MMA and lots more. Talk to you soon.